Welcome to Self Improved. <clears throat> so I'm doing this really quickly because I do have a client coming in 12 minutes. So I am going to have to break this up in different days. However, we are going to get right into this again. Folks who are new, welcome. This is fun for me. This is an auditory journal. I'm just absolutely kvetching into the mic here. Um, let's kick this off, okay? Sometimes you got to accept that people can only be in your heart and not in your life. Now, when I heard this right away, I thought of, you know, ex-partners or whatever, like people that are gone, but they're not gone, gone. And then when I talked to Scott, my colleague, my friend, he made a good point. Like he thought it was one of his grandparents who was gone. And it's true that sometimes people are going to have to be in your heart and not in your life. Now, next. Oh, and before I hit the next one, um, I, uh, the last episode, I actually talked a lot about this stuff. But then I found I was actually speaking way too hard into the mic. And it was all like, it's hard to explain the sound. It was so annoying. Imagine like you hear people. It was like wind. You know that wind on microphone sound? That's what it was like. So it was rough. Absolutely rough. Oh, Scott's checking me out as I say this. This is so cringy just to see someone watching me do this. Anyways, let's move on. Not changing anything about your life is choosing not to change anything about your life. Right? Not making a choice is still making a choice. All right, there's like the paradox of choice, actually. Take that with a grain of salt. And I'm um, here with Scott. And so after reading that, Scott, by not making a choice, you still make a choice. Is there anything, any choices you're not making right now? Dude, whoa. Dude. <laughs> oh, introduce you yourself. People don't know who you are. Hi, my name's Scott. And Let's I, go. And I work with Zev. Uh, Hell yeah. And uh, that's it. That's the extent of my qualifications for being on this podcast. Wow. Is there any choices I'm not making right now? That, that technically is still choices. Dude, ironically, ironically, starting a podcast has Let's been some, has been some, it was like perfect example. It's been something that like, it's now like in the works for like the next couple months, but it's been something that I've been putting, honestly, it's been something that I've been putting other tasks in front of on purpose mm -hmm. because I didn't, I knew I like wouldn't be able to commit to it fully. And I was like a little nervous to like start it too. And again, like I was like self-doubting myself, like my ability to like talk to people like on podcasts and like, I was like, oh, no one's gonna listen. Like, that's what everyone says. Right? Of course, it, everyone, yeah, every, yeah, everyone, I'm, I'm so glad then you know. fill yourself with self-doubt and then you, and then exactly like you said, you choose not to make that decision. And it's interesting, I heard this in a podcast with Jordan Peterson. He talked about like a Simpsons episode where Bart Simpson was, he, wanted to do well on a test for like the first time he never studied before and then he wanted to do really well so he studied for like weeks and weeks to do well on this test and then he failed it and he was destroyed he was so upset because he actually tried before he didn't care that he was failing tests because he wasn't trying and Jordan Peterson tied it in to exactly like what you said it's a lot easier for your ego to choose not to study on that test because even when you fail, you, can be, you, can, you have the excuse, excuse. You have the excuse to say, "Oh, I didn't even try." So of course I failed. Yeah, but as yeah, soon yeah. as you try and fail, that destroys. It's so tough <laughs> to accept that because then, because then your self doubt came true. Right, right, right. No, yeah. it's almost like game theory in the sense, like the four quadrants. Do yeah. you think? Okay, do you think podcasts will be a regular thing? For people that can't hear me, do you think podcasts will be a regular thing that, like, everyone, just like Instagram and stuff, everyone will just kind of be making podcasts as, like, a funnel to other... Yeah, man. I, I for sure think that. I think, like, everyone has a podcast now. Like, it's, it's like, literally, <laughs> like, literally think about any, any industry that you look up to, whether it's, like, fitness or sports yeah. or business or anything like that all of your favorite people in that space have a podcast yeah, honestly. so i think it's just gonna like the way we're standing well, i think it's no, gonna, we're, we're, we're kneeling right now just uh, like casually it's so funny but uh 
No, I think I think yeah, I think it'll be the exact same as having a Facebook profile or an Instagram yeah. profile or any or website or anything. It's why? like it's like an essential now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Why is it that like all the industries and all our favorite popular people have them? Why? Well, because like, and I'm sure the people listening right now that have been listening to Zev, like you understand Zev on a whole deeper level than what you do on a podcast or sorry mm-hmm. than what you do on Instagram right, right, or something right, like right, that. Right, right. Um, true, true. Now, like point. now, you can listen to Zev and I have this conversation, and you actually understand like the guy that Zev right. is, and you actually. And you <laughs> and you can hear his thoughts long drawn out he can explain his feelings right, right. and he can like <laughs> coach ben's is absolutely cheese he can't be on this right now he's, he's coaching right now <laughs> and but yeah so i think it's just like i think the reason that's what he's doing that's what he was doing perfect i think it was like, i think uh, i think it's literally that because like all you're you not only get to support all your favorite people in a new way but you get to actually understand who those people are right, versus right. Like, I think that's why YouTube videos were so popular it's because true. you get an insight into their life and you're like oh like I get to see this guy through his yeah. everyday life and I actually get to like people buy coaches they don't buy the program right so or pe- people buy so business advisors they don't mm-hmm. buy like the, the <laughs> yeah, they yeah, don't yeah. they don't buy the, the statistics or something yeah, yeah. like people are buying people right so with every that's industry huge. so i think that's probably why podcasts will do so yeah, well yeah. that's why i like them like that's why exactly. all of my favorite podcasts are because i really like the person yeah, i think, yeah, I, think yeah, I just yeah. agree with a lot of things they yeah. say and the way they think and yeah oh, i'd yeah. say that's probably the biggest reason i dig it man so much chokhmah from scott that was good. i love it i love it i love it speak it speak it he was talking i need to capture it what do you I, I actually regret zev and i had a podcast last year that we started oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah probably like yeah. five or six episodes go check it out on youtube uh strength coach podcast or like what was it called what i don't even know oh my Perf- god oh, performance, oh, the performance po- podcast yeah yeah, yeah. Or something. yeah yeah so i regret it like I, I regret letting that go like i oh uh, I, well it was locked out it was we, locked we were doing it and then we kind of got screwed but it was something that was like even if it even if no one ever listened no, no, it, yeah, was yeah, yeah, yeah. it was like, fun it was it was really fun to oh do. they'd be like two hours easy without yeah. even time would fly yeah it was like and we would have to stop ourselves like <laughs> yeah we would yeah yeah yeah, those are the days. Uh, it, uh, you can literally still find it on YouTube uh, and SoundCloud, technically. Yeah. Those are, yeah, and we literally just interviewed our friends and stuff. It was kind of it was, it was a really good time. No, back to what he was mentioning, like with people don't even study for the test metaphorically because then it gives them an excuse to be okay with failure. That is game theory. Picture four quadrants. In the top left, you have people that don't try and don't succeed. In the right, you have people that try and succeed. Then bottom left, you have people that uh, don't try and still succeed. And then bottom right, you have people that um, don't succeed and don't try. I might have butchered that. Regardless, think of it as most people go for the top left where you don't try and don't succeed because of the excuse. Whereas imagine you do try, you fail. Now you look like a fool. Let's say you don't try and succeed, you look lucky, like you still look successful, but you got lucky. And then you try and you succeed, you still look good, but there's that risk of failure. So a lot of people go with the don't try because you actually have a 50% chance of still succeeding, where it might not be the case. And then, oh, and then it's to hide everything else. Anyways, anyways, I'll move on. That's that. Um, Oh my God, I just went way past all my notes here. Ben, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I was asking uh, the paradox of choice that by not making a choice you're still making a choice, and so then I asked like what choices have you not made? But in essence, you actually did make a choice. Okay. But but I won't you know I'll let you I'll let you train maybe another day maybe maybe okay okay okay. 
No, that confusing game theory thing I talked about, that's just economics. Literally just Google game theory, microeconomics, and you'll see what I mean. People do it with um, finance instead of like decisions, but you know what I mean. Next, let's move on here. Three ways to sell better. Again, really random. Now, you're going to think, I'm not a salesperson. I don't need to sell. No, we always need to sell. Everyone sells at some point. You got to sell yourself at some point. Here are a couple little tips. Slow down your speech. That makes you seem like you're not rushed and you're not uneducated. Go off script. You don't have to stay on script. And then don't be too buddy-buddy right away because it looks phony. Like imagine if someone is trying to sell you something and, and they're like, oh my God, it's so, thanks for coming in. This is, wow, it's so nice to see you and finally meet you. And they're like up in your face. You're like, okay, something's a little sus here. Like, what are you doing? What are you trying to sell me? Fun fact. Here's a quote here. Okay, I love it. And we'll finish with this because I got a client coming in. What do I want to do the rest of my life versus saying, what do I want to explore at this point in my life? Okay, I'll say that again. What do I want to do the rest of my life? That's what a lot of people do say, or at least they're cornered in, into saying it. Versus, what do I want to explore at this point in my life? Okay, the second question removes pressure to plan your whole life in one moment. It actually trains you to honor this ever-changing truth of your being. All right? And maybe that's something, yeah, I'll chime in and get people's thoughts on that. Uh, but, uh, yeah, to be continued. So Benny, Benny, any Benny just finished his workout and we're back after this little intermission. Yeah. So any any choices you haven't made that really, in essence, you've been you made a choice not to make a choice. Um, any choices? We're, we're getting I, deep, okay? So I haven't. Hmm, a choice that I haven't made. I'll let, I'll a choice that I haven't think. finished. Oh. So oh. like I've made a choice to do something, but I haven't finished doing it. I keep putting it off. So like summarizing and building a 12-week strength and conditioning program for soccer players i like that See? So summarizing uh some articles that i've that i've found and now we're digging so yeah easy mon gang see you bridget bridget and i live on the same street and just found out <laughs> yeah they do <laughs> um so yeah i haven't i've been con continuously putting it off i've tried to set a goal to do 30 minutes a day and then by the time I get the opportunity to do it, I'm usually just tired and don't follow through with it. So I guess that is a choice wow. that I'm not finishing. Wow. Way. So like, I can't think of anything that I have that I've decided not to do, but I'm just finishing stuff that I've started. I'd say with, you, you have officially been self-improved. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. Because the podcast is named Self Improved. I'm Self Improved. No, you are officially. Thirty self minutes today. <laughs> Chill out. Oh my God, Benny, the just ripped, and then the way he did it. Oh my God. Anyways, back to it. This conversation is absolutely juicy. I am leaving it for a second though to say what Scott said is really wise. He noticed that when he stopped squatting as much and focused a bit more on bench, what happened? Well, of course, his bench went up. You know. What you think about, you focus on. Remember that. And the metaphor is really awesome because he went on about his fear of not reaching his expectations so far in his in-person and online coaching. And what does that tell you right there? That he simply, just like his bench press, needs to back off on one of those vehicles and hit the other one pretty hard. Remember that, folks. If you aren't happy with something you have to back off give the energy elsewhere or i guess put your energy elsewhere okay what, what do they say i'm gonna butcher this what do they say it's like 
uh, where your energy flows, your something goes, yeah, and food for thought. I think I've talked to you all about the 80-20 rule that 80% of whatever comes from 20% of the work you're putting in. So, for example, Scott just brought this up. He actually said that 80% of his headaches are coming from 20% of his clients. He actually had to fire a couple clients. And remember this in life, people. I use this personally when it came to marketing. I was email. I, I told myself in the month of March, I think a couple years ago, that I would generate a lead a day. So I emailed 41 people in a month and I got two replies and they were both rejections. Then I took a second, I went, oh my God, that does nothing. And I only had a few clients come from Instagram. Then it hit me. My 20% was from word of mouth. So what did I put my focus and energy on? Word of mouth. And I incentivized clients to spread the word with free sessions. And guess what happened? My clientele blew up. The 80-20 rule. Like 80% of traffic happens on 20% of the roads. 20% of the traffic happens on the other 80. Like life is full of this 80-20. Never forget it. Benny, so there is a quote I just read here and it was, what do I want to do the rest of my life? That question versus what do I want to explore at this point in my life? And the second question, it removes the pressure to plan your whole life in one moment. It'll actually train you to honor this ever-changing truth so that you have. Right so, so what are you exploring right now? Do you think you will ever do anything aside from coaching? Because so. technically, according to that, I'm not saying it's factual, we are exploring coaching in our life right now. Okay. Is there anything, any endeavors you think... Outside of coaching? You'll take on, yeah, in life, yeah, yeah. Any endeavors or even maybe right now? Um, outside of coaching. Um, it's a tough one. <laughs> Scotty's trying to distract us. <laughs> um, right now, pretty focused in on coaching, so. Do you disagree with it though, first off? Like, or do you, do I you think, think it all depends, I, th I think it's a valid quote for certain people. I yeah, think right, 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 right. For, it depends where people are at. Are they really focused on, in on you know, a profession or a job that is making them completely happy and they don't have a reason to know, like, deviate from that at the moment? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like for me, like, it's not that I won't, but I have certain goals related to my job that I really want to reach. Yeah. And I feel like I need to put a lot of my focus on that right now so that I can get to there in the future. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, but, mm -hmm. you know, outside of things, I always, you know, I want to travel places like these are just things that are like kind of on the side when I get the opportunity to opportunity mm -hmm. to I want to but I wouldn't say like there's something that I'm like that my body is like dying to go do outside yeah, of yeah like the first part says like what uh, I think it was uh, what do I what will I do the rest of my life like do you ever get stuck saying that or are you, or have you um, yes. taken on because like I think we're all pretty guilty of saying that but like what will I do for the rest of my life like does that ever has that ever come into your mind like you've said like okay I gotta I gotta do this yes for sure happens often you know? happens often every time I try to think of what I want to do and I I fall off the path towards it I get into a confused state of like is this what I want to do is this the end goal that I want because I know I want to continue coaching but you know open up a small business mm -hmm, like a fitness facility want to yeah. work at a professional club yeah. those go from side to side right right during certain situations and that when those moments happen I just take a day or two to let that kind of sink in if it's a continuous thought like where I want to change my goal then I know that it's maybe that's what I actually want true, versus just an impulsive thing that's it's impulsive true. Decision, it's true. decision it's true yeah no it reminds me of this thing I'd heard like a story of this my kindergarten mind goes from place to place in yeah. terms of what I want to do yeah and no that's fair 
and <laughs> same, bro, but same. I actually, I, I, I prefer that because that means I'm trying to explore new ideas. Yeah. I'm trying to be creative versus yeah. just being settled at one thought, at one choice, and not looking at other opportunities because you can't, you know, you can't bat an eye to potential, potentially like open doors into different. Yeah, man, you're pathways. you're breaking out of society's mold. You know what I mean? Like exactly. that's. Scotty, oh boy, he's about to crush a set. No, get your set in, thick boy. That's his Instagram handle, Scotty Scott Thick. Uh, <laughs> Benny's getting a sneaky video of Scott shaking under dumbbells, and <laughs> and the game face is legit. <laughs> how hard you zoom in? Okay, Scott. Scott, post set. Um, do you, what are you exploring? Do you think you'll do this? Have you been guilty saying you're going to do something the rest of your life? Or are you open to the fact that you are exploring things all the time? What do you, what no, I don't, I don't want to do anything for my whole life. I think I that's that. like, purga I, that. I think that's purgatory, man. Purgatory? Explain. Like, I think that's like hell. Oh, oh <laughs> like, legit. Yeah, no, no, like, you, I think you're, you're just right. like, that's misery. Yeah. Like being stuck, like no man's land. Like you're just stuck. <laughs> legit, like that feels like stuck to me. Actually, I'm almost to the other side where like, I don't see things through long enough because I get excited about something else and want to leave. Have you ever seen that graphic of it's like you, you're excited because you started and then you it's like this semicircle that when you get to this valley of despair where like you realize how much work something takes, you stop, but then after that is this oh, like it goes yeah. up. You know? Literally, and dude, I've been guilty of that like for a long time. Like oh, same here. Back and forth. Like fitness has been like the one thing that I've like spent the longest amount of time like being into. And, uh, yeah, but I, like, I had seen myself coaching for, like, probably, hopefully my whole life, but, like, right, if, right. but, like, main source of income, like, 10 years, 15 years, like, oh, yeah. I don't really want to be much longer than that. I kind of want to be in something else. Well, and then just, like, um, <clears throat> people who, I guess, are, like, say, ex-mechanics, and they just help a buddy here and there, and maybe, yeah, That's, you're yeah. done with it, but you just, someone who needs a favor, you're like, oh, yeah, I'll exactly. give me a month, and I'll... Well, yeah, and I would be, like, I, like, I would love to just have constant clients. Like, yeah. you and I have talked about it, like, having clients from, like, 6 to 10 in the morning. Oh, just, like, flow, yeah. Yes, and then you like have, that. like, passive income after that. Right, doing right. something, real estate or something. Yeah, like for those that don't know, yeah, we talked about our goals. First lockdown, it actually changed our life, all this stuff we talked Dude, about. Yeah. But, like, we broke down 10-year goals, which some people aren't a fan of, but we had a good time doing it. And then we realized we wanted peace. We wanted our ideal life was working, like, half a day, like, in the morning or something, and just having the rest of the day to chill and be a great human. But, anyways, uh, cool. Thanks, Scotty. So there's a saying here, creation over consumption. It's, it's a little woo-woo, but pretty much do you agree with ha creating... More than consuming is, is the key. What's up? What's up? No, you. Okay, uh, Scott's trying to kick his foot above Ben's head, and there's no way you got that above his head. You are you're decapitating Ben if you try that. And he wants to put the ball on his head and kick it. You too. Ben is six three, by the way. Anyways, back to the. There's this thing here I really like, and it, it it's a metaphor. It's go to the forest alone, then you'll discover who you are, because. Think about this. It's theoretical, but think about it. You are being told who you are your entire life. Who you say you are today is simply just because you were taught that. That is it. You did not explore that yourself technically. There was always some external factors telling you. Oh my God. Scott is jacked up right now from his lift and is just, he kicked a pylon so hard. Anyways. Um, so being alone, 
theoretically brings you a little closer to who you really are. You get to talk to yourself. You get to actually break this stuff down. Some would argue it's not necessarily that healthy. Some would argue it is. Balances everything. But think about that. Go to the forest alone, right? Be alone. You are always, ever since you were a baby, you're told who you are, what you are, what to think, what to say. So there's this really deep thing. I'll try not to confuse you with this. And it is that people who had to prove to their caregiver as a child that love equals fighting to deserve it, they learn to love that way. Because everyone has their own definition of love. And let's say someone is too loving and so the person leaves them saying, I don't love you anymore. But that is actually code for you're not making me fight to deserve your love. So they look for someone matching their tendencies. Well then, this person might realize this, the person that was too loving, and, and they say like, oh, you know what, it's actually for the best, like you need a little bit of help. The person goes, oh my goodness, they're making me fight for their love again? I'm back into you. And, and then instead of having that communication, they'll just say, oh, actually I have feelings for you again. And this all stems from caregivers teaching us how to love people. So, food for thought. Um, I'm going to, I actually want to, fellas, uh, what do you, do, you, you can literally answer, I don't know. Do you feel your, your definition of love is a little different than others? Or do you even, do you even have like yeah. what you think love is to you? Do you have any like love languages? Uh, I think my love's definitely different. <laughs> you know, this guy, this guy, this guy. 100%. I'm not it, as, uh, you're built different. You love different. Oh, okay. Yeah. Doesn't mean That's I don't good. love though. No, no, no. no. You love. I, no, no. I know you love. I know you love. Yeah, you know. I, I'm, I'm just saying you built different. You love different. I do love different. <laughs> I'm not I'm as not like. Super uh, either. Um, I'm not as yeah like as extremely affectionate. I don't portray it as much as like some of the people do. They're very open with it. They're like expressing oh, it right, as much. Right, right, yeah. So I'd be more on the other end. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. No, I relate. Quiet lover. Are you quiet? This guy, quiet. This guy quiet <laughs> any, any other comments? Are going to get to Scotty here? Scott, Scott, Scotty says he's not quiet. No, he says, hey, no, it's Ben's not quiet. No, no, I know. Yeah, you said Ben's hey. not quiet. I don't know. What, what? Ben's a loud lover. Talk Let's to be me. honest. Ben's a loud Scott, lover. He's Scott a screamer. Knows. He's a screamer. Oh what is your love language? Or, or what, you, what about you? What about you? Uh, are you yeah, affectionate? Def- are you the one Ben wouldn't date? Like, are you very no, I'm sim- affectionate? No, I'm similar to Ben. Oh, like, oh I, so you guys actually... Maybe when I was like... When I was younger, I was like, I would show more affection because I thought, I thought you were supposed to. Like oh, I thought, oh, that it was like a, It was like a societal construct that you're supposed to be like, oh. very affectionate with someone you love. But that's just... I realize it's not me. Like... Again, I'm su- point, there's man. times where point. I'm like very affectionate, but it's not like a constant thing. Yeah. But um, dude, which, I do that a lot. Which like causes, like yeah, do, like I, what I think people want. For sure, yeah, and uh, I don't know. Also, like I think like my parents are divorced, so that completely changed my mm-hmm. aspect, like mm-hmm. view of love. I think right. love is like a lot more rare than uh, like what people think. I see. I think like finding somebody that you can be monogamous with the rest of your life is really hard. Like, I think it's, right. I think it's way harder than like, right. I think people don't put enough value on it. I think mm. is like the biggest thing because like when you watch your friends and your parents, like so many parents in my life have gotten divorced, people that you think would mm-hmm. never. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Oh, like this is way harder than people expect. Right. Like to spend 50 years with someone, like 
like, man, I get sick of people after a day. So it's like, <laughs> dude, I heard a thing once. There's, there's um, three-hour people, three-day people, and uh, three-minute people. I, I mix up the order there, but then it's like, yeah. know who's who in your life. Like, don't For spend sure. three days with a three-minute person. Well, that's the thing. is like, I related to, like, best friends. Like, oh, some yeah, of, like, yeah. the closest people in my life, you yeah, guys yeah, included, yeah. like... It's people that like I would do anything for, and you want to spend lots of time with them without any Are like you this? without any like. Because I'm recording this. No, without, I'm, yeah, I'm exactly. kidding. No, no, yeah. no. I'm gonna. I'm like, I actually, I actually <laughs> fucking hate you. I actually hate you guys. But no, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's literally like I think finding like friends that you want to spend a lot of time with, and you would die for them, and like care for them in a really real way. It's hard to come by, right, and it's like right. not something that's like easy to find. Think about now, like having children with somebody and marrying them and like buying a house. Like that's even like, that's fucking like 10 times the like True. weight, the weight of a friendship. True. Like, so, and so I think it's, I don't know, my view is that A, it's really hard to find. So I don't like, I don't expect necessarily to find it. Do you have a healthy relationship without that monogamy though? With someone? Well, what, are the, what, are, what are the stats? Oh. Like, polygamy? No, mon oh, he's monogamy. saying, yeah, he thinks you're talking about open, like swingers. Yeah. He thinks you're talking about open relationships, like said, the people said, that date like five. Without monogamy. He's, he thinks he, he okay, so what, so, sorry, the what's the definition of ben monogamy? Is, monogamy ben is, is like polyamorous. being, with one, <laughs> being <laughs> with one person for the rest of your life. Like having one romantic lover. Ben, are you polyamorous? No judgments. I don't even know what that means. Do you go and hook up? Up with other couples. No, I'm not a swinger. Yeah. Oh, what did you think the stats are on divorce in fixed marriage? Oh my god. The aggression. If you guys could see the aggression in the Delt Rays, I couldn't even. That is. God, I gotta film these. Uh, what do you think the stats are on divorce? Ben's just absolutely putting on a show with his juggling skills. People, yeah. Ben's a semi professional soccer player, so just so you know, like he's showing off right now. Anyways, what, what do you think the stats are with divorce in arranged marriages? Do you think it's as high or, or lower? Because like, they just deal with it. It's just life. I heard what podcast was this? This was Rogan, wasn't it? Well, maybe. Rogan just yeah. had a lady on talking about her life growing up in uh, Somalia. Oh, I started watching that one. Yeah. I started watching that one. She was. She had an arranged marriage, <laughs> and then she she escaped it. But oh, oh, she, was she talk, escaped she, it. She was talking about the uh, the issues with it. I saw some crazy stat about people that get married before they're thirty. Before thirty. And like the divorce rate is higher. Is Dude, really no. high. That, Damn, that, that freaks me out. I'm waiting. That, that does not surprise me in the slightest. Right. Think like your twenties, you're still figuring out like who you are. Like you like every year for the next ten years, we are gonna be a completely different person. That's crazy. Every single year. And like if you don't you're believe right. that, you're like right. you are so wrong. Like you oh, sure. okay. if you are actively like trying new things and meeting new people and experiencing yeah. new things, which you should be doing in your twenties. You are going to be a completely different person from the time mm. you're 20 to 30. So true. Like so unrecognizable. True. So it's That's like no. Point, so it's like no. If you marry someone at 25, you're marrying that your version at 25. You're going to be so there different at 30, and she time. will be at 32. Yeah, Not to say it couldn't happen, happen, but yeah. it's well. So have rare. I ever told you guys? Picture an x and a y axis, and then the linear line up to the top right corner are your principles, morals, and values. And then the wavy shit is all the other stuff, uh, like your your interests that change, your body changes, you maybe yeah. your mindset change. That's all of the stuff. That, but the principles, morals, and values is that linear line. You're always and I find relationships that don't have that established, it's kind of crumble. Because then and actually, it was a podcast talking about people who have too many similarities in a marriage or a relationship. It can. You want an 
you, you, you want the introvert with an extrovert. It's just fragile. They were saying it's fragile. It's one, all it takes is for one of those interests to fade, and now the other person takes it personally. They judge. There's resentment. There's all these other yeah, mixed-in yeah. emotions, and just, it falls apart. Yeah, it all depends Theoretically. how... Yeah, there's so many factors coming yeah. into a bad relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That turning from... <laughs> getting past the honeymoon. It's like, even at a short term, it's like the honeymoon phase. Like, yeah. once you get past the honeymoon phase, you start to realize things that you just... We're okay with because there was so much love, there was so mm -hmm, much like mm -hmm. excitement, energy, mm -hmm. and then after that honeymoon phase, it starts to like the blinds start to open. You can kind of see what yeah. you know things you didn't that you just yeah. put to the side. No, of course. And then I guess you can put that in more of a long-term setting, like over five, ten years. Then you start to, start to realize that. <laughs> oh my god! Disgusting. <laughs> Wow. Oh my God! Scott why, just why ripped his, his shirt off. <laughs> his shoulder blades are eating his stringer. Is that no? That's not. A, oh, that's pretty stringer. close. That's a pretty. Stringer. That's a stringer. Scott, Scotty, oh Scott, check him out on Instagram. <laughs> Dude, I, I wish you were wearing a g-string. <laughs> uh. All right, people. If you like stories, I got two stories, and then I'm out, and then I'm done. I don't want to make these too long because it's 2021. Attention spans can't handle that shit. So, if this is in regards to manifestation and creating space, don't roll your eyes at me. Listen, if you don't want water in your cup, you have to pour that water out and literally make space for the orange juice that you. And if you're wondering, this sounds sugar, Listen, when you create space for the orange juice. When you go to the store and it's on your mind, because remember what you think about, you focus on. When it's on your mind, you want orange juice. You're going to see it in the aisle. You're going to buy it. When you get home, you're going to pour it in the cup. Now, let's say you didn't create space for that and you still wanted it. You're going to throw orange juice in that cup of water. And what are you going to get, Benny? You're going to get diluted, diluted fakakta. So you've got, to, you've got to create space. You got it dump that crappy partner to create space for someone good. You cannot, otherwise you'll get a diluted polyamorous relationship like, uh, like someone here. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Benny's rattled that we, we say he's polyamorous. <laughs> he's pretending to throw the ball at me. <laughs> Scott just said he's going to a swingers party. No offense to anyone that is polyamorous, whatever. It's cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, what are the chances someone's listening to Story number two to conclude today's episode. It's about, and I told Ben this one during second lockdown, so this is going to be a little nostalgia for you, Benny. It was a story about pot making, not the drugs, <laughs> pottery. <laughs> pottery. So a class was split into two groups, and the teacher told group one to make 30 pots in 30 days and told the second group to make one perfect pot in a month. They, got, they could take the entire month to make a perfect pot. So guess what happened? At the end of the month, the group that had tons of time to make a perfect pot, it actually looked way worse than the group who made 30. Why is this? Because the first 10 that the 30 group made sucked, but they had practice. And so they started making better looking pots every day. And that's what it takes in life. There's a metaphor for life, people. Don't you dare. There's a metaphor for life that you just got to start. It sounds so cliche, like all self-help. You got to start and then experience is what trumps people getting into analysis paralysis, trying to make the perfect pot, metaphorically. So just start. Make your first 10 pots. They're going to suck. Like this episode might not be as good as these two guys don't suck, but this episode might not be as good as uh, down the road. Who knows? No, <laughs> Ben just said we suck, period. 
<laughs> and then Scott just nodded his head yes in the corner. Even though I'll never let them talk to my friends like that. <laughs> I, the, the, I can't, I'm not even going to repeat what some of these guys are doing to distract me. <laughs> you get lifted. Get lifted. I, I can't handle this guy. All right, thanks so much for tuning in to the self-improved podcast. Benny just threw the soccer ball at Scott as he was benching, aiming for his private area. Oh, my goodness. You, you, do you want him to have shoulders? <laughs> This, I don't know if I can do this anymore. There's so many distractions these days in here. Thanks for tuning in to Self Improved. Shalom Alechem and take care. I wish you all the best. See ya.